Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Mr. President, are you a racist? I cannot believe that any president has ever spoken the words that I personally heard our president speak yesterday. This is who Trump is. He doesn't care. If he offends some people, fine. It is a message to the world that if you're not white, you're not welcome. I'm sorry, but there's no other word one can use but racist. This is not about race. The president said he is going to curtail immigration. I am sick and tired of the good people in this country who support Donald Trump, who will not stand up and call this for what it is. I think the White House is facing a moral freefall. Hello, I'm Mia Malika Henderson, live from Washington, in for Kate Baldwin. To our viewers watching around the world, this is State of America. Just days before Americans paused to pay tribute to civil rights icon Martin Luther King Jr., many in Washington, and indeed around the world, are stunned and sickened by the latest round of racist comments from President Trump. Multiple sources tell CNN that in an Oval Office meeting with lawmakers, Trump railed against immigrants from, quote, shithole countries in Africa. Trump also asked, why do we need more Haitians? Take them out. And at an event honoring Dr. King today, an extremely awkward scene played out as reporters reporters repeatedly asked the president about the offensive remarks. Mr. President, will you give an apology for the statement yesterday? Mr. The president denied the comments on Twitter, but the story is a little different in the White House, where staffers tell CNN that Trump is taking, in their words, a victory lap. Trump spent Thursday night calling his allies, his aides, his friends to see how they believed the, quote, shithole remark was playing out in the media. And that comes after White House staffers were telling me yesterday that they did not believe this was that big of a PR crisis. They believed this comment is something that will actually resonate with the president's base rather than alienating it. Republican congressional leaders have been noticeably tight-lipped, but in brief remarks, House Speaker Paul Ryan finally addressed this firestorm. I read those comments later last night. Uh, So first thing that came to my mind was very unfortunate, um, unhelpful. Still no word yet from Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. And while the president alleges Democrats made up the remarks, Democratic Senator Dick Durbin, who was in the room with the president, confirmed them. In the course of his comments, uh, said things which were hate-filled, vile, and racist. You've seen the comments in the press. I have not read one of them that's inaccurate. He said these hate-filled things. And he said them repeatedly. And then he went on when we started to describe the immigration from Africa that was being protected 
in this uh, bipartisan measure. That's when he used these vile and vulgar comments, calling the nations they come from shitholes. For Mia Love, the Utah Republican who became the first Haitian American elected to Congress just a few years ago, it's time for an apology from President Trump. In a statement, Love writes in part, this behavior is unacceptable from the leader of our nation. And that sentiment seems to be shared worldwide. When asked about Trump's remarks, a spokesman for the UN Human Rights Office says, quote, there's no other word one can use but racist. And here's how Kenyans reacted. I think I find them quite offensive. Okay, actually very offensive. Because I think Africa, most countries in Africa are pretty stable and we are doing good. I think it's not the right thing for him to do. He's the president of the United States of America. Like, uh, we expect more of him. Uh, we expect him to be an example. The president of the United States as an example to the rest of the world? What a novel, novel concept. And speaking of the rest of the world, there is one area the president will not be visiting anytime soon, the UK. The president is calling off the trip and blaming the Obama administration for an embassy move that he calls a bad deal. Only that's not true at all. CNN's Peyton Walsh, Nick Peyton Walsh, tells us why. So much really factually wrong with that tweet. Let's start with the basics. It wasn't the Obama administration that moved uh, the U.S. Embassy to here, a Battersea, south of the Thames River. It was the Bush administration citing security concerns. This is really about popularity. I don't think anybody expected him to have a warm welcome here. London Mayor Sadiq Khan says President Trump, quote, got the message from citizens, but a Downing Street spokesman tells, us, tells CNN that the president is always welcome. Stay tuned on that one. And moments ago, the president decided to waive key Iranian sanctions that were lifted by the U.S. as part of a nuclear deal he repeatedly said he'd rip up and has repeatedly railed against. As I have said many times, the Iran deal was one of the worst and most one-sided transactions the United States has ever entered into. And in a statement, the president called the waiver a last chance, saying that while he is open to working with Congress on bipartisan legislation, if the terms of the current deal are not fixed, the U.S. will withdraw. Finally, there's another headline-making issue for President Trump today, and that's his health. The president underwent his first physical examination since taking office today, and yesterday he offered this prediction about the results. How do you think the physical will run? I think it's going to go very well. <laughs> I'll be very surprised if it doesn't. And it looks like we'll all be kept in suspense a little bit longer on that. The results of President Trump's physical exam won't be released until next week. Now, as doctors evaluate the president, world leaders and members of Congress have been sending in their own evaluations, condemning him for those reports of crude racist remarks. We've got Caitlin Collins, who's at the White House for us now. Caitlin, you've got details here about how the White House is reacting to this controversy. Yeah, that's right, Nia. The president spent most of last night phoning his allies, his aides, his friends to see how the, quote, shithole remark was playing out in the media and what the response to it had been. And one White House official referred to that as a, quote, victory lap. Now, that comes after staffers were telling me yesterday that they didn't truly think this was that big of a PR disaster as, a, as most administrations would see it because they believed that the remark is actually something that will resonate with the president's base in middle America rather than alienating 
dominating it, much like his attacks on those NFL players who protest by kneeling during the national anthem did as well. Now, the president denied on Twitter this morning that he used the derogatory language when speaking about Haiti. But what he didn't deny was that he referred to countries in Africa in Africa as, quote, shithole countries and that he said that he believes the United States should take more people from places like Norway. The White House also did not deny that the president said that in their statement last night, instead saying that the president simply had America's best interest at heart when he made when he was meeting with those lawmakers in the Oval Office just yesterday. But certainly quite a quite a chaos, quite a PR disaster for this White House that they are dealing with the aftermath of today here, Nia. Caitlin Collins at the White House. Thanks for that report. Still ahead, the family of Martin Luther King Jr. and members of the Congressional Black Caucus are speaking out, speaking out against the U.S. president. We'll look at how Trump's alleged remarks play into an ugly pattern. The panel joins us next. Mr. President, are you a racist? I cannot believe that any president has ever spoken the words that I personally heard our president speak yesterday. This is who Trump is. He doesn't care. If he offends some people, fine. It is a message to the world that if you're not white, you're not welcome. I'm sorry, but there's no other word one can use but racist. This is not about race. The president said he is going to curtail immigration. I am sick and tired of the good people in this country who support Donald Trump, who will not stand up and call this for what it is. I think the White House is facing a moral freefall. I'm Mia Malika Henderson, live from Washington, in for Kate Baldwin. To our viewers watching around the world, this is State of America. Just days before Americans paused to pay tribute to civil rights icon Martin Luther King Jr., many in Washington, and indeed around the world, are stunned and sickened by the latest round of racist comments from President Trump. Multiple sources tell CNN that in an Oval Office meeting with lawmakers, Trump railed against immigrants from, quote, shithole countries in Africa. Trump also asked, why do we need more Haitians? Take them out. And at an event honoring Dr. King today, an extremely awkward scene played out as reporters, reporters repeatedly asked the president about the offensive remarks. Mr. President, will you give an apology for the statement yesterday? Mr. The president denied the comments on Twitter, but the story is a little different in the White House, where staffers tell CNN that Trump is taking, in their words, a victory lap. Trump spent Thursday night calling his allies, his aides, his friends to see how they believed the, quote, shithole remark was playing out in the media. And that comes after White House staffers were telling me yesterday that they did not believe this was that big of a PR crisis. They believed this comment is something that will actually resonate with the president's base rather than alienating it. Republican congressional leaders have been noticeably tight-lipped, but in brief remarks, House Speaker Paul Ryan finally addressed this firestorm. I read those comments later last night. Uh, so first thing that came to my mind was very unfortunate, um, unhelpful. 
Still no word yet from Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. And while the president alleges Democrats made up the remarks, Democratic Senator Dick Durbin, who was in the room with the president, confirmed them. In the course of his comments, uh, said things which were hate-filled, vile, and racist. You've seen the comments in the press. I have not read one of them that's inaccurate. He said these hate-filled things. And he said them repeatedly. And then he went on and we started to describe the immigration from Africa that was being protected in this uh, bipartisan measure. That's when he used these vile and vulgar comments, calling the nations they come from shitholes. For Mia Love, the Utah Republican who became the first Haitian American elected to Congress just a few years ago, it's time for an apology from President Trump. In a statement, Love writes, in part, this behavior is unacceptable from the leader of our nation. And that sentiment seems to be shared worldwide. When asked about Trump's remarks, a spokesman for the UN Human Rights Office says, quote, there's no other word one can use but racist. And here's how Kenyans reacted. I think I find them quite offensive. Okay, actually very offensive. Because I think Africa, most countries in Africa are pretty stable and we are doing good. I think it's not the right thing for him to do. He's the president of the United States of America. Like, uh, we expect more of him. Uh, we expect him to be an example. The president of the United States as an example to the rest of the world? What a novel, novel concept. And speaking of the rest of the world, there is one area the president will not be visiting anytime soon, the UK. The president is calling off the trip and blaming the Obama administration for an embassy move that he calls a bad deal. Only that's not true at all. CNN's Peyton Walsh, Nick Peyton Walsh, tells us why. So much really factually wrong with that tweet. Let's start with the basics. It wasn't the Obama administration that moved uh, the U.S. Embassy to here, Battersea, south of the Thames River. It was the Bush administration citing security concerns. This is really about popularity. I don't think anybody expected to have a warm welcome here. London Mayor Sadiq Khan says President Trump, quote, got the message from citizens, but a Downing Street spokesman tells, us, tells CNN that the president is always welcome. Stay tuned on that one. And moments ago, the president decided to waive key Iranian sanctions that were lifted by the U.S. as part of a nuclear deal he repeatedly said he'd rip up and has repeatedly railed against. As I have said many times, the Iran deal was one of the worst and most one-sided transactions the United States has ever entered into. And in a statement, the president called the waiver a last chance, saying that while he is open to working with Congress on bipartisan legislation, if the terms of the current deal are not fixed, the U.S. will withdraw. Finally, there's another headline-making issue for President Trump today, and that's his health. The president underwent his first physical examination since taking office today, and yesterday he offered this prediction about the results. How do you think the physical will go? I think it's going to go very well. I'll be very surprised if it doesn't. And it looks like we'll all be kept in suspense a little bit longer on that. The results of President Trump's physical exam won't be released until next week. 
Now, as doctors evaluate the president, world leaders and members of Congress have been sending in their own evaluations, condemning him for those reports of crude racist remarks. We've got Caitlin Collins, who's at the White House for us now. Caitlin, you've got details here about how the White House is reacting to this controversy. Yeah, that's right, Nia. The president spent most of last night phoning his allies, his aides, his friends to see how the, quote, shithole remark was playing out in the media and what the response to it had been. And one White House official referred to that as a, quote, victory lap. Now, that comes after staffers were telling me yesterday that they didn't truly think this was that big of a PR disaster as as most administrations would see it because they believed that the remark is actually something that will resonate with the president's base in middle America rather than alienate it, much like his attacks on those NFL players who protest by kneeling during the national anthem did as well. Now, the president denied on Twitter this morning that he used the derogatory language when speaking about Haiti. But what he didn't deny was that he referred to countries in Africa in Africa as, quote, shithole countries, and that he said that he believes the United States should take more people from places like Norway. The White House also did not deny that the president said that in their statement last night instead saying that the president simply had America's best interest at heart when he made when he was meeting with those lawmakers in the Oval Office just yesterday. But certainly quite a quite a chaos, quite a PR disaster for this White House that they are dealing with the aftermath of today here, Nia. Caitlin Collins at the White House. Thanks for that report. Still ahead, the family of Martin Luther King Jr. and members of the Congressional Black Caucus are speaking speaking out against the U.S. president. We'll look at how Trump's alleged remarks play into an ugly pattern. The panel joins us next. Mr. President, are you a racist? I cannot believe that any president has ever spoken the words that I personally heard our president speak yesterday. This is who Trump is. He doesn't care. If he offends some people, fine. It is a message to the world that if you're not white, you're not welcome. I'm sorry, but there's no other word one can use but racist. This is not about race. The president said he is going to curtail immigration. I am sick and tired of the good people in this country who support Donald Trump, who will not stand up and call this for what it is. I think the White House is facing a moral freefall. Hello, I'm Mia Malika Henderson, live from Washington, in for Kate Baldwin. To our viewers watching around the world, this is State of America. Just days before Americans paused to pay tribute to civil rights icon Martin Luther King Jr., many in Washington, and indeed around the world, are stunned and sickened by the latest round of racist comments from President Trump. Multiple sources tell CNN that in an Oval Office meeting with lawmakers, Trump railed against immigrants from, quote, shithole countries in Africa. Trump also asked, why do we need more Haitians? Take them out. And at an event honoring Dr. King today, an extremely awkward scene played out as reporters reporters repeatedly asked the president about the offensive remarks. Mr. President, will you give an apology for the statement yesterday? Mr. President, did you refer to African Asians? Mr. President, are you a racist? Mr. President, will you respond to these serious questions about your statement, sir? No, Mr. President, I'm talking to the President. I'm talking to you. Mr. President, are you a racist? 
The president denied the comments on Twitter, but the story is a little different in the White House, where staffers tell CNN that Trump is taking, in their words, a victory lap. Trump spent Thursday night calling his allies, his aides, his friends to see how they believed the, quote, shithole remark was playing out in the media. And that comes after White House staffers were telling me yesterday that they did not believe this was that big of a PR crisis. They believed this comment is something that will actually resonate with the president's base rather than alienating it. Republican congressional leaders have been noticeably tight-lipped, but in brief remarks, House Speaker Paul Ryan finally addressed this firestorm. I read those comments later last night. Uh, So first thing that came to my mind was very unfortunate, um, unhelpful. Still no word yet from Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell. And while the president alleges Democrats made up the remarks, Democratic Senator Dick Durbin, who was in the room with the president, confirmed them. In the course of his comments, uh, said things which were hate-filled, vile, and racist. You've seen the comments in the press. I have not read one of them that's inaccurate. He said these hate-filled things. And he said them repeatedly. And then he went on and we started to describe the immigration from Africa that was being protected in this uh, bipartisan measure. That's when he used these vile and vulgar comments, calling the nations they come from shitholes. For Mia Love, the Utah Republican who became the first Haitian American elected to Congress just a few years ago, it's time for an apology from President Trump. In a statement, Love writes, in part, this behavior is unacceptable from the leader of our nation. And that sentiment seems to be shared worldwide. When asked about Trump's remarks, a spokesman for the UN Human Rights Office says, quote, there's no other word one can use but racist. And here's how Kenyans reacted. I think I find them quite offensive. Okay, actually very offensive. Because I think Africa, most countries in Africa are pretty stable and we are doing good. I think it's not the right thing for him to do. He's the president of the United States of America. Like, uh, we expect more of him. Uh, We expect him to be an example. The president of the United States as an example to the rest of the world? What a novel, novel concept. And speaking of the rest of the world, there is one area the president will not be visiting anytime soon, the UK. The president is calling off the trip and blaming the Obama administration for an embassy move that he calls a bad deal. Only that's not true at all. CNN's Peyton Walsh, Nick Peyton Walsh, tells us why. So much really factually wrong with that tweet. Let's start with the basics. It wasn't the Obama administration that moved Uh, the U.S. Embassy to here, Battersea, south of the Thames River. It was the Bush administration citing security concerns. This is really about popularity. I don't think anybody expected to have a warm welcome here. London Mayor Sadiq Khan says President Trump, quote, got the message from citizens, but a Downing Street spokesman tells tells CNN that the president is always welcome. Stay tuned on that one. And moments ago, the president decided to waive key Iranian sanctions that were lifted by the U.S. as part of a nuclear deal he repeatedly said he'd rip up and has repeatedly railed against. As I have said many times, the Iran deal was one of the worst and most one-sided transactions the United States has ever entered into. 
And in a statement, the president called the waiver a last chance, saying that while he is open to working with Congress on bipartisan legislation, if the terms of the current deal are not fixed, the U.S. will withdraw. Finally, there's another headline-making issue for President Trump today, and that's his health. The president underwent his first physical examination since taking office today, and yesterday he offered this prediction about the results. How do you think the physical will go I think it's going to go very well. I'll be very surprised if it doesn't. And it looks like we'll all be kept in suspense a little bit longer on that. The results of President Trump's physical exam won't be released until next week. Now, as doctors evaluate the president, world leaders and members of Congress have been sending in their own evaluations, condemning him for those reports of crude racist remarks. We've got Caitlin Collins, who's at the White House for us now. Caitlin, you've got details here about how the White House is reacting to this controversy. Yeah, that's right, Nia. The president spent most of last night phoning his allies, his aides, his friends to see how the, quote, shithole remark was playing out in the media and what the response to it had been. And one White House official referred to that as a, quote, victory lap. Now, that comes after staffers were telling me yesterday that they didn't truly think this was that big of a PR disaster as, a, as most administrations would see it because they believed that the remark is actually something that will resonate with the president's base in middle America rather than alienating it, much like his attacks on those NFL players who protest by kneeling during the national anthem did as well. Now, the president denied on Twitter this morning that he used the derogatory language when speaking about Haiti. But what he didn't deny was that he referred to countries in Africa in Africa as, quote, shithole countries, and that he said that he believes the United States should take more people from places like Norway. The White House also did not deny that the president said that in their statement last night instead saying that the president simply had America's best interest at heart when he, made, when he was meeting with those lawmakers in the Oval Office just yesterday. But certainly quite a, quite a chaos, quite a PR disaster for this White House that they are dealing with the aftermath of today here, Nia. Caitlin Collins at the White House, thanks for that report. Still ahead, the family of Martin Luther King Jr. and members of the Congressional Black Caucus are speaking out, speaking out against the U.S. president. We'll look at how Trump's alleged remarks play into an ugly pattern. The panel joins us next. When you work, you work next level. And when you play, you play next level. And when it's time to sleep, Sleep Number Smart Beds are designed to embrace your uniqueness, providing you with high-quality sleep every night. Sleep next level. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599. Save $300 for a limited time, only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Prices higher in Alaska and Hawaii. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number smart bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So, you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com.